I feel like you straight up said it with that exact tone I, of voice. Legit, like, that's how I said it. That's said, a mountain. That's a mountain lion. <laughs> that's it. That's all I said. <laughs> and she goes. She goes. What? <laughs> the rope is gray. What? The rope is gray. into a crevasse and I immediately thought he's dead or at least seriously hurt and my guts had been ripped out of my body and were being contained by my I flight know. suit I know a mountain lion is on top of me welcome to episode four of the Wildertainment Podcast. I am your host, Vince, a former rescue swimmer in the Coast Guard and an aviation survival technician. Welcome to the show where we tell entertaining wilderness adventure stories. All right, last week we had a phenomenal guest, Gina Panuzzi, on talking about a helicopter crash in the mountains of Utah. If you haven't checked that one out, great story, but it is a hard story to hear. So I wanted to lighten things up a little bit today with a mountain lion, a mountain lion attack story. So I have a good friend of mine, Cody Wright, also my business partner in the Rescue Swimmer Mindset. So check out that podcast if you haven't already, the Rescue Swimmer Mindset Podcast. So Cody Wright, without further ado, mountain lion story. Here we go. Sweet. Oh, nice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Dude, where'd you get where'd you get that? <laughs> Dude, this is the dog's like lion oh i see that yeah because you know we do costumes here on the on the wildertainment podcast so cody wright welcome welcome to the show yeah great to be here yeah. this is the visitor <laughs> of episode where we talk yeah. about mountain lion attack stories so right yeah man but uh let, let's be serious let's be serious because uh because okay. you have a pretty nartastic story that we're going to talk about right no but but for real i, I wanted to kind of lighten things up because did you you did listen to the uh, Gina Panuzzi podcast on the last episode? I listened to it. Gina yeah, Panuzzi. I didn't know how to pronounce her last name until you just said it right now. P Panuzzi. Yeah. Panuzzi. It's, it's, it's Italian. It's, uh, yeah. That's a pretty gangster last name, actually. So yeah, that was. Yeah. If you guys uh, tuned into that one, that's probably one of our proudest episodes yet on the World Entertainment Podcast, and and maybe even on the Rescue Swimmer Mindset Podcast. Though we've had some gems on there too. Um, well, yeah, it's up there. Yeah. Um, so pretty gnarly story of a helicopter crash. A little heavy, a little heavy. So today we have a, a mountain lion. This one's much lighter. Story. Yeah, it, it's pretty. It's pretty tame. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd say it's pretty tame as far as wildertainment goes. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. All right, Cody Wright, uh, trail runner is what I uh, I said in the intro introducing you. Um, okay, that's actually something I've, I've thought of in the past. Is like trail runner. You guys, we talked about this a little bit, but you guys never bring like bear spray, right? out and about i mean not in colorado but i haven't done much trail running north of colorado so i don't really have worried like worry about it too often do you think like wyoming trail runners are I, running with bear spray i don't know see i was thinking um i was planning on doing some running like at the end of the summer in the wind river range like where we went for that yeah for that big climbing trip yeah. and i was i ended up not going but i was debating whether i was going to bring bear spray or not and i think i was gonna i was gonna throw some of my pack but um i don't know i feel like it's kind of just like dude you're gonna add some seconds it depends. On but the thing is like we were sure. out there we were out there for like a week and didn't see didn't see any bears you know so that's true that doesn't mean you don't see the bears cody that they're not there yeah i mean All they're around. there but it's like i would expect i expected to see a bear while we were out there 
Dude, when we were in the Cirque of the Towers area, we took such bare preventive measures as oh, in yeah. like no no food in our camp whatsoever. <laughs> um, and then like keeping the kitchen far from our, our sleeping area. And also like hanging the the bare like the food but that was such a nightmare because all right note yeah. to self if you guys ever need to do like a a bear hang system first of all practice at home because doing it how, how long like how late was it at night when we got there well yeah like, setting this thing up you know i think the first night it took like an hour <laughs> it took like and an it hour. was like because we used like the most thin rope you know so it was hard to haul up a tree because it yeah. was like it just snagged on the tree the whole time yeah, using like a, sur- a thin survival rope. Sure, it's like lightweight, but like good luck, ho- like hoisting up a bag of bear food. That was like, dude, we packed so much food in. What was that like? It must have been it like 40, 50 pounds worth of just food. No, more than that with like all the, the cookware and, and whatnot. It was a lot. Of, it was probably like with all that plus cookware, probably like 60-ish pounds, right? Yeah. It was so heavy. It was so, so heavy. So we ended up just climbing the tree ourselves and then hoisting the bag from above onto the tree branch. And we also used like the there's a rock underneath where we ho- we hoisted it. So basically, a bear could have just stood up on the rock anyways. If you know, the, if, if we're if, being real, if the bear was like a a V five boulder, yeah, um, bear. Rock if he's on siding, V four, possibly. Yeah, you you want an Adam Andre or Alex Honnold of bears to <laughs> to be able to get to the food we we, we put up, but. But if he's tall enough, if it's like the Shaquille O'Neal of bears, he probably could have reached it just like with, yeah. his, with his bear. Not tips. even the Shaquille O'Neal, maybe just like a just, just a like an bear. above average bear. <laughs> yeah. Not even. Just like, it was, it was a six it's probably like bear. seven feet. Yeah. It yeah. Wasn't that far. yeah, you could reach it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I did. I reached it <laughs> on my tippy toes. So yeah. Yeah. No bears. Um, all right, let's let's no more shenanigans. Let's get into your story, your wildertainment story. Totally. Mountain lions. Attacks, mountain lion attacks, mountain lion attacks, attacks. <laughs> Against, like I'm totally getting like PTSD. Just looking at your face right now with that freaking that mane you have on. Yeah. <laughs> Check us out on YouTube. I look pretty ferocious. <laughs> All right. Um. Okay. Let's let's okay. paint the picture. Where uh, where is this? Yeah. This is so. This is Boulder, Colorado. This is summer, late summer. So what was it last summer? So late summer, 2019. Dude, I remember gone like, I feel like so far with the wildertainment uh stories have been stories where I'll hear about it, say on social media or something, like you you might mention it or I hear it through a friend. And it's one of those stories where I need to pick up the phone immediately and call and yeah. be like, What happened? <laughs> and that was like that was de- this is definitely one of them, like the the mountain lion story. So um, yeah. all right, so you're in Colorado and yeah. So what's going on? Okay. Why? Are you so out there? basically, um, so if you know about Boulder, Colorado, there's a bunch of climbing in the area. So we ended up. I. <laughs> so basically, what this ended up? Well, I was climbing with a girl I met on Tinder. So or it could have been Bumble, one of the two, right? I don't remember. Um, so we drive up into the canyon, Boulder Canyon, and we basically like we're gonna climb the canyon and then camp above the canyon in this like pretty like well-known camping spot it's like a like we've camped there once before there's like that there's like a big ravine big canyon overlooking part of boulder canyon like a river it's like gorgeous one of the better views in in boulder yeah but like Um, you you can't basically atop of a sheer cliff right yeah it's like on top of sheer cliff so there's like maybe like you hike in like maybe 
five minutes. It's not that far from your car. So like probably a five minute hike. So maybe a couple hundred yards from your car. Not that, not that bad kind of yeah. downhill. And then you end up getting to this like drop off and there's the big kind of ravine. And then you're on like a flat spot with like trees and boulders around you. And then just that, that drop off into the Canyon. So it's kind of cool. You can like hear the river way down below. Not too many people. There's like sporadic camping around. Um, and like the night we were camping there, there was probably like, Maybe a couple other parties, but they were like a few hundred yards away. Wait, wait, so you just took like a random Tinder date out there? Was it like the first date? You're like, yo, you want to go it was like with me? It, yeah, I was like, let's go camping. No, <laughs> we actually like, it was the second. Okay. Second Tinder date. And it was basically like we were just climbing all day. Like that afternoon, we climbed in the canyon and then we were going to yeah. camp up there. In retrospect, though, like camping above Boulder Canyon is like kind of silly because it's only like a 20 minute drive from Boulder. So. I mean, yeah, but it's nice. Way. It's quaint. It's like it's you got yeah. a, a really nice view waking up in the morning or or sun setting. So I could see the romance, but still a second date on Tinder, huh? Like uh, people yeah. are camping together. I mean, let's let's honest. Like if I'm being real, would yeah. never do that again. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, is Tinder dead with uh, COVID? What's what's um, the deal? I guess I don't know. Yeah. No, it's probably not. Hundred percent no. Yeah, because I feel I'm like not kid- on it right now because yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm currently not using it, so I wouldn't know. But I'm gonna say it's not dead. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But like, yeah, I feel like the the youngsters they're like, well, I mean, we gotta hook up somehow. It's like they're 2020. Like, we don't yeah. talk. If to anything, each other. it's probably like it's probably thriving. Yeah, or maybe TikTok has like a like a a back alley of like like meeting. <laughs> oh, I don't think TikTok. I mean, that'd be kind of legit. The black but, market of TikTok. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I wonder. Like, because I mean, like, I feel like a lot of people. Are, are super serious about covid so they're they're not gonna meet up but i mean i don't know again, many people like that in with like in a young the younger age group you know like if we're being real like do you i mean i don't know i don't use tinder i yeah. don't i'm on, on tinder uh, <laughs> yeah i'm in a relationship <laughs> yeah. but uh oh. but if it but if it was uh if it was covid time and i was i was single would i use tinder uh i don't know no this is a responsible podcast i would i would say no I would say okay. I would not use Tinder, but yeah. All right, so you and your your second date on Tinder slash potentially Bumble. Um. All right, so you're going camping. So right, yeah. What, so basically, like we brought the provisions, so, <laughs> camping provisions. Yeah, but what did you <laughs> like bring? A tent. Like Twenty we brought, minutes. We brought a tent. We brought some food. Basically, we went to Safeway and like grabbed. Like, I think I grabbed sushi. Like, I got sushi from Safeway. Like, for dinner. <laughs> brought sushi. All right, dude. Yeah. Like, the whole store is over. You brought sushi out, like, to a, a kind of a known, like, wildlife area. Like, so Jesus. <laughs> but it's, like, it's Boulder, so it's, like, eh, whatever. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> I don't know why I got dude, attacked by mountain lion. I don't but... know. I just brought raw fish up into the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> but i mean right. if it's boulder so like it's a pretty like boulder's so tame you know like typically you don't have to worry about wildlife it's like a playground sure. for the most part so yeah. um yeah i brought like sushi i don't know what she brought and like we had like a beer or two or whatever like and then like i think some snacks like chips or something that's pretty much all we brought and then the tent um sleeping pads stuff like that so pretty light and you can just hike from the car it's like a 200 yard hike to the car so yeah you know you could be at the car like sprinting in in a minute <laughs> <laughs> and and you would know <laughs> no, you <wouldn't>. yeah. 
all things I'm sure were like being calculated in the back of your mind. <laughs> this is going down. Wait, wait, car. Yeah, minute, minute. <laughs> One minute to the car. Sprint. Dead I feel sprint. like you went back to the location and sprinted it just like as an in case. Like a scenario. Dwight Schrute type sprint. Like just. <laughs> totally like totally. went back and like did a, did a bunch of research like plotted everything out like got some like waypoints in the gps <laughs> looked googled some combat moves to fight off a mountain lion <laughs> and then yeah. you go back but this time with authority <laughs> yeah confident yeah <laughs> all right yeah so whatever we got done climbing at like um probably like seven it was getting dark so like seven ish we ended up getting to the campsite hiked down with the stuff from the car and we were like set up the tent and like i, th- I want to say it was like just getting dark then so like headlamps on tent set up and we're like eating dinner we got like some chairs or whatever so like i eat my sushi i don't know what she had she probably had like sushi too or something mm-hmm. and then we had like a beer or something that's pretty much it so we're just hanging out freaking doing the campfire talk or whatever you know no fire though freaking fire ban probably because <laughs> like half the world's on fire so yeah how are like, at the time so I, i'm trying to drag this story out but yeah like how how are the fires like in colorado they, i'm assuming they ceased now like mm. in november yeah we got a bunch of snow in the past couple of weeks so there's actually i mean last year there wasn't any fires around boulder um this year there were uh typically there's a fire ban though in that that time of year you know like august october September yeah, yeah, time yeah. Frame. and so this year like whatever like middle october we got a fire that broke out like in boulder basically like, not boulder proper but like just on the in the foothills outside of boulder so yeah. it's pretty likely there's a high likelihood you could start a fire pretty easily you know that time of year yeah so no fires or whatever so right. yeah other than that i think we're good with fires here like the snow kind of took them all away you still cool trail run out. were you trail running when it was pretty severe i'm assuming no i was like yeah we had a lot of smoke in the area from the california fires too so yeah. i was like kind of like taking it easy it's, I mean, let's be real, like, we're bulking now. It's bulk season, so we're not trail. <laughs> I mean, we're not trail running. This lion's now. getting jerked. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, I was doing some running. Uh, and you just have to, like, kind of be careful with the way the wind's blowing. So if it's, like, a windy day and the smoke's, the smoke's blowing in, you just don't run. Because it's, like, I think they were saying it was, like, equivalent to, like, smoking a pack of cigarettes. Like, being out there for 30 minutes is the same as smoking cigarettes or, like, a pack of cigarettes. So yeah yeah isn't that like scary because like you also think all right my house isn't that well insulated like smoke does like you know there's ventilation within a house that comes initially from the outside so like yeah it's still effect i mean it's better it's certainly better in- indoors but like you're st- i don't know it's kind of yeah it's pretty bad i mean it, there's definitely like, going to be some consequences if it stays like that every summer you know, know. health wise so we'll see yeah i know it's bad up in squamish too yeah all right so yeah so no fire okay. in the dark with your headlamps yeah, on your romantic pretty... little tinder date wait what's no it's not well no we won't say even the first name of this person but no um, i don't do names yeah <laughs> but uh <laughs> but just just so we have the two characters of this story built up a little bit who like what kind of character are you are you feeling and sensing from this person on your second date so if i'm being like another like basically I almost I regretted going camping on the second the second date because of this reason. Like I realized like halfway through climbing that I was like I wasn't I was likely not going to like pursue a third date. Um <laughs> you so already know that going into camping. That's why I really regretted going into camp like I would never do this again for that specific reason. And yeah. 
Um, and you didn't want to be rude and make up an excuse like, oh, exactly. I forgot my, I was... my second batch of sushi back. <laughs> it's my second batch. I need two batches. It's bulk season. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to yeah. think of ways, but I was like, eh, it's hard to back out of that. I was like, all right, I'll just commit. I set up camp. I'm going to camp. Wait, so why? Why, why? why did you not want to camp with this person? I just was not like, like personality wise didn't mesh. Wasn't, wasn't fun. It was just kind of boring. Well, what was the problem? I was bored. Oh, you're bored. bored. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty much it. I mean, she's great. She's like super nice, but I just like, wasn't having that much fun really. Well, that was probably the problem. She was, she was just nice. You know, maybe everyone's been on those dates where you're with somebody that you're like, oh, this is a really nice person. And then you think to yourself, this is never going to work out. <laughs> yeah, it's, you're too nice. <laughs> well, it's not that you're, it's not like, it's yeah, good to be a nice person, but sometimes you're just like, that's all you are is a nice person. And you're like, you just, it's like kind of bland. Yeah. Like, friction, where's you know? the, in- where's the wilditainment? You we know? need the tainment. I need the tainment in this relationship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So I was already at that point, you know, so I wasn't like particularly like stoked to be camping. I don't, and you know, I don't like camping in general. <laughs> camping like, stupid. I don't like camping. I don't like camping at all. Pretty much everyone who knows me knows I don't like camping. I just do it because I have to. So, what, what, like, what do you hate about it? I don't know. I don't like. I mean, I prefer just to sleep in a normal bed. I prefer to be indoors. <laughs> Typically, you can do all that, and like also today, especially in Boulder, like you can, you don't have to camp to to climb. You know, like yeah. if we're doing something like wind river range like you're camping like 10 miles from the trailhead you have like you have to camp for certain situations you know sure for that you don't really have to camp i don't like to camp if i don't have to i'd rather just right. like freaking get an airbnb or something is it because it's just too much admin is what it's it just is. convenience yeah there's too much admin like i don't want to like it yeah it depends like you got to pack so much stuff you know you got to like make sure you got your tent like i'd rather just like all right got my climbing gear i'm gonna do this adventure get in and out and then go sleep somewhere else yeah no i get it a lot of people are like that um yeah i think one of the, one of the things i'm going to do down the road with uh world entertainment is we'll we'll have some knolls like educators so national outdoor leadership school and and talking about the expeditions where we're like actually camping for like a month straight without any kind of society and whatnot yeah um just to talk about yeah it's, it's pretty rough like that's my worst know. nightmare <laughs> <laughs> yeah like you know like the well first of all the weight of like the food you have to carry for something like that always like dealing with water um and then uh yeah just just like the expedition behavior of like interacting with people 24 7 because you're never like away from the right. same people you're sleeping with them on well, that sleeping like that but like yeah you're sleeping in the same tent um as them and then like you're, you're cooking with them you're hiking with them it's it's pretty like nobody's with people like the same people aside from covid time nobody's with the same people for that duration of time like it's it's so hard on like any type of relationship and, and what's cool with like the Knowles expeditions is like the benefit of that is it really brings out the best and the worst in you and you'll quickly get to find out your flaws in those like expeditions because people are going to be like hey you're an asshole when you did here. this three times <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah can you stop farting at night it's hindering the experience of this tent for all of us <laughs> you're like well i always fart in my bed at home yeah yeah totally <laughs> nobody complains doesn't matter well yeah. that's because your girlfriend is a saint okay <laughs> doesn't mean we're in a relationship with you <laughs> totally so, yeah um yeah so that's pretty cool and then you get the feedback of like 
of developing your leadership skills um yeah that'd be those would be interesting episodes yeah so we'll, we'll talk about that in like the the nightmare of cooking all the time and like the gourmet backcountry meals that you can make and whatnot so oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tune in for the future episodes um all right so yeah you, but you you were prepped with your sushi yeah and, sushi and, and your hate hated date <laughs> and yes basically the small talk campfire talk you know at this point um so like i was like i mean it was getting late so like it was probably like i think we talked like a couple hours right so yep. it's like it's probably 10 o'clock um okay. and we end up like going to the tent go to bed um so this is like 10 o'clock you know pitch black outside we go to bed and this is kind of where it gets going <laughs> can we let, i want to let's let's name this person because like like uh, we'll just say let's say jessica no i don't like that that's like a that's like she, she, if she's nice she's not jessica you know you said she's nice so oh let's go with uh yeah what do you got michelle. i mean Ru ruth's are michelle's is no annoyed. ruth's you gonna marry be annoying, michelle. i don't want to say i don't want to say ruth multiple <laughs> times in this podcast <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll go with michelle michelle's michelle. a nice name yeah yeah okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. um so yeah we michelle go to bed go michelle and i go to bed and yeah it's like 10 o'clock go to bed and this this story is kind of funny because like i would say it is intense but at the same time it's sort of anticlimactic a few times before Dude, it's it gets literally intense, intense. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh <laughs> Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So I wake up. This is so it's like whatever, ten o'clock, pitch black. You can hear like as you're falling asleep, you can hear other parties kind of like getting ready to go to bed and like chatting around the fire. Not fire, but like just like chatting or whatever. Yep. Um so basically the next thing I remember is waking up to this like ear piercing scream. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. It is like the best way I can describe it is like if you're watching a scary movie and like no, it's, I'm trying to think of a good way to describe it. Hold on. It would be like if like a 70 year old lady screamed at the top of her lungs for like five seconds straight. Like <laughs> that's what it sounds like. <laughs> like a human screaming at the top of their lungs for like five minutes. Like like someone's getting killed. Like murdered. Like, can it you imitate like it? I'm not going to imitate it. <laughs> Damn it. I'll, I'll blast these, these speakers will be blasted. But I'm sure you can pull up freaking like a mountain lion scream, you know? Okay, well, I'll add it. Now, let's give it a pause. Yeah, give it a pause. Cut. Moving on. So that was what I encountered. But it's pitch, mind, like it is pitch black outside. So I hear that. I knew there was people around us. So I kind of like, all right, is someone like legit about like getting murdered? Like right next to my tent? And uh, so Michelle wakes up and that was me like just like in my head thinking that. And Michelle yeah. wakes up and she goes, what What was that? And by the time she had said that, I had already like figured it out. I was like, oh, I was like, that's a mountain lion. Like I just said it like straight up. I was like, that's a mountain lion. Because I, like, I realized I was like, oh, mountain lions do that a lot. Like I, I've heard they, they scream like really loud and scary. So I legit, that's how I said it. I said, that's a mountain lion. <laughs> that's it that's all i said <laughs> and she goes she goes what <laughs> i was like yeah it was, it's a mountain lion it's probably like just walking by or something and it's it's fine um because i wasn't too concerned like honestly i was like yeah it's probably just gonna walk by you know because there's a lot of game trails and it's probably just like doing its nightly rounds like doing whatever they do you know they're up to 
I don't know what they do at night, but yeah, it has to do. It has to walk its shifts. Yeah, so it's like got to go around do stuff. <laughs> I'm like, hey, he's probably just doing his thing. Um, so we kind of just like lay there for another like ten minutes, don't hear anything, um, and basically I just fell back asleep from that from that like immediately like ten minutes later I I just fell asleep, um, and then <laughs> wait, hold I wake, on, where's the where's the sushi? The sushi like leftovers. It's, it's too close. We left the leftovers away from the campsite, but it's probably like it's probably like forty feet away. Okay. So in what, like a plastic bag? In like a plastic bag, like totally oh, not, not protected. Like yeah, I got. Yeah, not a good not a good move. Did, did you double bag it? No, I'm gonna double bag it. <laughs> Dude, you need to listen to the first episode of this, which is me like encountering a bear, and I double bag like gr- double grocery bagged a piece of like a whole chicken. To try oh, to prevent like any kind of wildlife from coming near me, and yeah, the the, the double bag <laughs> doesn't change much. All right, yeah, I feel like the, like their freaking noses are way too good for that double bag. Yeah. So you were able to go back to sleep though. Like, yeah, after ten this? minutes later, fell asleep. Like you, you ten minutes goes by, you're able to fall back. Asleep. I was like, it's like you know, like you don't know when you fell asleep, but I would guess yeah. it was about ten minutes. Like I laid okay. there for about ten minutes and I fell. Asleep. That's impressive for having just heard like <laughs> an eighty year old scream at the top of her lungs. Okay, yeah. So, um, yeah. So I'm back asleep, and you know, I don't know how much time went by. So like, I would assume I didn't even check the clock that first time, and I would assume it was around like twelve or one in the morning. Um. Basically, I wake up to that same sound, um, but this time louder and closer to my tent, like, <laughs> like, like very close. Um, like, how was close? Probably, like, I would say five feet if I had to guess, um, probably five feet from the tent. It was like, it sounded like, I mean, the tent's like you're sleeping next to the, the, the door or whatever right here. It was like legit five feet from the door. Yeah, but you're um, sleeping, right? Like, and like, it's super quiet. And you're sleeping, yeah. and then you hear a a loud sound. When you say that, that's probably closer than like than you might initially think it is. You know, could be. I'm just okay. guessing five feet. I mean, it could okay. be ten, and it could be even closer. But I'm saying, wouldn't it be farther? Happened. I'm trying to oh, challenge it, you here, Cody. It could have been farther. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Okay. Um. Yeah, but it, yeah, it could have totally been maybe thirty feet. Who knows, right? Yeah. It's pitch black. Can't see it. So but close, even 30 feet is close. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But totally. you, you think it was five. All right. I would guess five. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you're right. It could have been 30 feet. Who knows? Um, so that time, uh, Michelle woke up again and we kind of like sat up that time. Right. And I actually remember grabbing my phone and I checked what time it was because I was like, all right, this is starting to get like a little hairy. You know, like there's a mountain lion in this area. It's, it's came back, you know, like a couple hours later or something, a few hours later. Um, so check the phone i think it had to have been like i think it must have been like three like because i we went back to sleep again um whoa, whoa, whoa. so this is after the second time you yeah so you went, the second time and it i checked how, the how, phone. how are you guys able to go back to sleep like twice honestly it wasn't that hard what like michelle too michelle is good to go I guess she was like she just went back to sleep too, dude. I think you I mean, missed out on an opportunity there. She sounds like a <laughs> a, a badass. <laughs> I feel like I would be like wide eyed, like you know what? I'm just gonna let's take some shifts, <laughs> right? Mm. Yeah. So whatever. Um, fell back asleep. Whatever. Like maybe probably ten minutes later again. And this time, like I was, I knew I wasn't asleep for that long because I remember I checked the phone and I don't remember specifically what time it was, but from the time I fell back asleep the second time and woke up 
the next time it had only been like five minutes or so like it was oh, like very soon it's like the mountain lion didn't go away you know it just stayed there and so this third time this is how I'm, I'm woken up so like the tent i'm trying to so like this is like my head's here my head's like right here in the yeah. tent here's like the tent kind of the yeah. concave here yeah i wake up to that scream coming from right here like i can like its head is screaming basically at my face like that just like super high-pitched scream and i just like jolted up like just scared shitless i was like oh <laughs> like that time i was like st- legit spooked and i immediately opened the tent <laughs> wait, wait, the t- wait 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 because i feel like this might be the punchline or or maybe not but, um so wait <laughs> um let's like dude like i know i know you and like yeah you don't get spooked much and like i guess one of the questions like going into this podcast i had was you know in, in a situation in an animal like encounter situation where you are truly under threat of like attack what kind of person do you think you would be because like you know where you like you know it's totally on oh, like, and, like going down like yeah like like let's paint the picture of a bear right um so you're 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 confronted with a bear and it's what like kind of bear like are we talking we're gonna go bear? with a grizzly we're gonna grizzly. let's okay. go real <laughs> grizzly yeah. bear and it's like you know it's it you could you can usually tell when like the 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 feeling of an animal. I mean, grizzly is intimidating regardless of like the the feeling you're getting from it. But like you can tell when it's fu- when it's on. Like yeah, I, I've had that encounter, and, and I'm sure you would like know it too. So I haven't had anything like that happen to me. Yeah, I mean, but let, this is let, the closest, but it's not like an imminent attack, you know. Yeah. So um, let's let's talk about like, would you think you'd be the person that runs, the person that you know charges back, uh, the person that curls up into a ball? Or the person that like freezes in fear and like and and really think about this because you know what I hate is like I hate when you're watching a movie with like a group of people or something and there's like a an encounter and somebody's like a coward right and you're like oh like there there's always that person that's like oh like I can't believe that guy like I would never do that in that situation and and then oh like, yeah to my to my retort is always like is it retort or retort 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 with yeah. a T. So, and my retort's always like who who the hell are you have you been in that situation yeah and, and like so so and then they're always like no but i know and i'm like how it's how like you do don't you know? know you don't know you don't know what you would do in that situation that's like I get the classic, so annoyed. it's like the classic like monday morning quarterback with like oh tom brady should have thrown the ball there to, to this guy instead of that guy it's like yeah. oh should he have like, yeah, it's I, like i would have totally seen yeah. that like wide receiver on the left like yeah what? it's like oh i would have made that throw oh you would have made that throw huh <laughs> like, yeah and <laughs> and I asked that because uh, like personally, like I've I've I have had some encounters, and my reactions have been quite uh, different in like different situations. So like one of my, like and and I think it's different depending on potentially the animal. But I've actually had an, an encounter of a of a black bear in like it was like a blueberry field area, um, and basically it was like it was like a thick area. I came out of these like high bushes. And then it was like opener area, but I basically came onto a black bear right there and it was facing me and it scared the crap out of me. So it's like I spooked it and then you could tell it felt like cornered because there was like other like brush behind it. So I guess it didn't want to just like storm off. So it like turned around and well, it was like staring right at me and I How was like, was it? I, the it wasn't that big. That's the thing. It wasn't like. I mean, it was, yeah, it's like. Black yeah, bears, it, so. but it was still like a black bear. It's still like a like standing. It's probably still 
seven, six and a half, seven, yeah. probably seven feet. At I least, mean, actually, they're still a giant. Yeah, they're but big, it was. I've seen other black bears, and like, um, like it wasn't that bad. But like, yeah, so it was like one of those situations where we were like making direct eye contact, and my first instinct was like freeze. Like it, it wasn't actually an instinct; it was just like that's what my body did. It froze. Like I couldn't, I couldn't move, and I was like, I could like rationalize in my head i remember t- speaking to myself like hey like like do something <laughs> like, what, yeah like just just like or have a plan but it wasn't <laughs> like there was no plan there was no nothing there was no like thought of running there was no thought of anything it was like this is this is where i am like i'm frozen i can't do anything and yeah. but the crazy thing was the fucking bl- sorry for the cursing but the black bear charged me it charged me and my instinct immediately was like it was it was it, i didn't even make that decision my instinct was to charge back and the thing with black bears is like they do false charges all the time right so the second like it was like it was a fraction of a second it started charging like barely got a couple feet i immediately started like twitched forward like like running at it but it immediately like slipped <laughs> and booked it the other way oh yeah and like classic. i don't know i don't know what my physical game plan was but like that was my instinct was like oh it's on okay like let's go <laughs> yeah yeah. he's like, like oh shit oh shit because <laughs> i knew i wasn't like backing it back into those bushes like and i knew like but like so but my body just thrusted itself i'm like oh it's on it's on but yeah. you know like i but then again like just recently we have a we have a black bear in like the back area here um we have a family of black bears and it's actually been a, uh, like they've been dealing with it because like it's in the residential area they're they're bigger in uh that area too aren't they like There's... east coast versus like a west coast black bears no That's significantly different so so i went out to do a little photography with them um i'll throw the photo up um on on youtube here if you're tuning in so but yeah so i i went out there and i took some photos and if you see this picture like this black bear is not large but it apparent okay so yeah let me backtrack i took a photo i thought it was very large and intimidating because i was pretty close i didn't get the photo when i was like super close but i was close like i want to say like 25 feet away like right yeah maybe not 30 feet uh 35 whatever but like close um where like i wasn't going anywhere if it was charging um getting some shots and i thought it was like when it got close i was like oh oh this is stupid like this is a bad idea i shouldn't be here taking photos like this is what am i doing like this is idiotic at best um and i thought it was very big for the ones i've seen on the east coast which is what i've seen in the past but after that like locals around here were so casual back then they were just walking by these these black bear this family right and i go like yo the black bear is like here or it's it's right there and like this dude's like oh yeah like which one is it the mom or or the kids and i go like it's got to be the mom it's got to be the mom and uh because it was big and right. uh and then like so basically i was like he goes like where is it and i'm like it's behind that tree and he can barely see it and he goes like oh no 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 no, dude that's just the little baby and i go like what <laughs> that thing's huge i was like there's no way that that's the baby here and they're like yeah yeah that's like that's not even a year yet and i go like oh and he goes like have you seen the mom i was like no and he goes like dude it's like three times that size and i was like oh my god oh so but yeah like same thing when i was taking like photos of that and it kind of walked by like and didn't do like a false chart but almost it did like a little stumble like towards me to like tell me to back off and yeah my same thing body froze that was my instinct like freeze Uh, okay 
Wait, so the, the mom charged or the, the no? This is the baby. baby. Like when I was okay. taking photo, I haven't seen the mom. Um, gotcha. I think they were trying to relocate them, but I think by the end they they ended up just not. Um, so they just closed the trail area, which has pissed people off. But um, gotcha. Yeah. So anyway, same question. Do you think being like the calm person you are, you're you're the person that runs, that charges back, that curls up I, into a ball, or that freezes? I kind of imagine similar to kind of what you experience where you kind of freeze up for a second and then i imagine like the reaction that i would have would be like kind of autonomous kind of how it is with you too so like depending on the situation like if it's a smaller black bear like say east coast situation like if i'm in the same one you were in i imagine i probably would do similar to what you did and kind of like try to like just like i'd be like i'm like six foot four or whatever like i feel like if there's like a seven foot like black bear like obviously it's way stronger than me but like maybe i could scare it by trying to like pretend to charge it too yeah if it's like a freaking 10 11 foot grizzly uh i think i think my actual like plan of action like this is like what i would guess i would do obviously i have no idea what i would do um would be just to freeze up and wait kind of like during the headlights type thing charges me it's charging like 100 100 like full speed at me like 100 percent. i would try to juke it for that first juke and then i try to just bolt out of there <laughs> Cody's pulled some NFL moves <laughs> with the Grizzly. But obviously, like, that probably would, that has, like, a 0% chance of working. Or maybe 1% chance. So, that would be my know. move. I don't know how I, quick I mean, they move. Like, yeah. Yeah. I imagine, I, I mean, they're pretty athletic, you know. So, like, I don't imagine That's how deers get away from, from like, uh, predators. They, they they tend to, like, be able to, to turn faster than predators. Yeah. Like, most predators. Most predators aren't the quickest at, like, turning, so. Well, yeah, I'm just like kind of hopefully like it's just too heavy to like make a quick move like that. But honestly, who knows? You know, it's like a giant freaking charging at you. Yeah. That would be my move, though, if I had to guess. Just like sp- I, spin move. <laughs> it, it, yeah, exactly. If I have bear spray, like the thing is like, you know, it's like you want to like say you could use bear spray, but maybe you don't have time to react and like grab it or whatever. So you never know. Right. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. That And that's why like when we were out in like the Wind River Range circuit of the towers, like we and we'll come out with the short film soon about that. But um. Yeah, we were doing like the the Clint Eastwood practicing of of the bear spray because like you want to yeah. be you want to be prepared with that thing. Like if you're not carrying like a weapon, um, then yeah, you you want to be proficient with unclipping your bear spray, like getting your ready and firing that thing. Like you yeah, to be quick. Like if it can't it's be your not, first time. It's, yeah, it's not the, it's not the time to train when you're like <laughs> you're like face to face. You're gonna freak out. You're gonna drop the thing and like yeah. You at least have to know how it like comes off the like the safety and like how to point it basically. Yeah. Which is not intuitive, I guess. If you've never done it and you're doing it in that situation, you're probably going to mess it up. Yeah, you're not going to so. read the instructions while a bear is like right there. And the, the thing with like black... Uh, have you seen a grizzly bear? No, I've only seen black bears. Yeah, like the black bears also have like, I think, yeah, like one from my recollection, they, they pretty much have black bears. But like for some reason, since they're black, it just kind of all blends in. But dude, when you look into a grizzly bear's eyes, it's like... Dude, it's like a devil creature. It's like Dude, shark it look- eyes. Yeah, it's like shark eyes. It's like yeah. It's like it's not. It doesn't care. It's not like it's not of this world. It's like it's lit- It literally seems like a a demon. Like right, put on okay. earth to be like yeah yeah you're gonna die like it's a, it's a serial killer. Like, <laughs> like if I'm it, gonna eat you. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's there's no fear. Like yeah. 
from my i don't know like i don't i haven't watched that many discovery channels like things about uh grizzlies but like i don't know if like the eyebrows are that expression but like from my interactions seeing them no nah, dude it's like there's no it's just pretty right. badass like pretty this impre- is, yeah. th- like this is my decision you living or dying is my decision so <laughs> it's like it, yeah the blood I mean, rushes out though. yeah so Terrifying. what about mountain lions though what, what kind of eyes do they have they got little kitty eyes <laughs> so is that what they you got did? little kitty cat eyes <laughs> <laughs> kitty <laughs> come bring it in <laughs> They got little. Right. I mean, have you, like a mountain lion. I mean, they're they're really pretty. They like they look like they have makeup on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. All right. So back yeah. back to the the kitty potty. Um, right. The little kitty. The the podcast uh, about kitty cats. All right. Yeah. So so you've woken up now twice, right? Right. Um. Somehow you've managed to go back to sleep. And I don't know how you did that. But, um, <laughs> I don't now know. <laughs> you hear the eighty year old scream of death of, and doom. Yes. Literally, now you know for a fact it's at your head in the tent. Yep. Well, outside of the tent, but yeah, it's well, like yeah, yeah. I'm separated by like a thin sheet of nylon material. So, or polyester, whatever it is. So, I hear that scream. I like jolt up and kind of like into like a crouch and immediately open the tent. So, you know, you like unzip it like this. It's like, like it takes like, it takes like a minute. No, you know, it takes like forever. So like, I'm like unzipping this thing. Not a minute. It was like a couple seconds, you know. Wait, you know, wait. What, what made you? What made you take the decision? It was just random. The tent? It was just like, like immediately my reaction. your reaction. It was my reaction. Is, is open. Yeah, because I was like, oh well, well, we're just gonna do this. Like that's kind of what I thought. I was like, well, I mean, it's at this point, like it's it's right there. So it's like I gotta either like I gotta do something, you know, like so basically open the tent and I, you know, like the tent's like this, right? I or unzip it. There's a little opening. And I stand up out of the tent. So my feet are in the tent and my head and like torso is out of the tent. <laughs> and it's pitch black. Can't see anything. And Michelle wakes up and I was like, can you grab my uh, my headlamp? And it was just like in a little pocket that we had like like over on the side. She grabbed it and I like turned it on, threw it on my head and immediately like looked over to where kind of it was. And there was like, it wasn't right at the spot where like it screamed at first. And I looked kind of like a little bit farther, like it's probably like 10 feet past that and there's like a boulder field kind of like it's like four or five like big boulders like granite boulders and right on the top of like the the farthest boulder back i just see its head kind of like peeking out looking at me and it's just like a it's like a just like a i would say like an adult mountain lion just like i don't know how big they are really like generally but it's like an adult size like it didn't look small you know (laughs) so at that point i'm like okay and i just 10 feet away yeah, it's probably 10 feet away, like, in the boulder field. So, it's, like, the boulders are, are raised. They're probably, like, 8 to, like, 10-foot boulders. And there's a, a few of them, like, 4 or 5 of them. It's, like, kind of, like, on top of the one, like, furthest back, poking its head, looking at me, like, kind of curious. Okay. And at that point, I'm, like, oh, shit. Uh, and I was thinking, I was, like, did I grab my uh, my knife? Because, you know, we have um, – I still have my rescue swimmer knife that I got. Um, I just kept mine when I, when I got out of the Coast Guard. And I usually take it camping with me. And it's nice because it's like a little switchblade knife. Like it, it, like it's pretty sharp and it just pops open. Yeah. And I was like, do I have that knife? Because like I usually bring it with me every time I go camping. And I was like, I, I specifically remember, I was like, oh fuck, I forgot the knife in the car. And because I, I was like, I probably don't need it. It's like right, the car's right there. Like I don't need this knife. So I just left it. I didn't even take it down to the tent with me. So I was like, I don't have a knife. So I like looked down and like looking around, and there's like a little like 
boulder. It's probably like like this big. It's probably like you know like maybe like ten or fifteen pounds. Not ten or fifteen. Probably probably ten pounds because I picked it up two hands and like could kind of hold it with one hand. And I picked it up and just held it there and stared at the mountain lion. And eventually it like went away. Like it just popped under the boulder, like behind the boulder, and just like couldn't see it anymore. Right. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> I don't like. I was trying to think of what to do basically at that point. And uh, Michelle was like. I forgot what she said. She she was basically like implying that we should go back to the uh, the car because I mean at this point it's like like fourish, probably four in the morning or so. And I was like, eh, I don't know. It's like I was like I think we should just probably stay here. And I kind of my game plan was like, I was just, my game plan was I'm just gonna stand there um, until it gets light, and then we'll just kind of with like, your feet in the tent and the yeah. Door and I was like, just keep like stand guard basically until it goes away, like not goes away, but until it gets light, and we can kind of like slowly make our way back to the campsite. Hopefully, we like can see it, you know, like kind of stalking us because you know they tend to like mountain lions tend to like kind of stalk and like they don't charge you normally; they'll just kind of follow you. So I was like, eh, maybe we can like do that and if it starts talking to us we'll be able to see it at least and it's not too far to the car so we can at least try to get to the car and like if we get to the car we'll be safe you know yeah so that was the game plan um wait have you seen like speaking of like mountain lion stalking have you seen that youtube video of that dude that's getting stalked by a mountain lion while he's actively filming it i think on his phone or something yeah i, hey, I it's like recent like a, within the past like couple months how are you doing uh, oh, there might be like there's probably multiple. But there's like, a pretty yeah. there's a new one that came out. It's pretty intense. Why? What happens in that one? I'm sure it's the one you're thinking of because it was like it blew up on like TikTok and stuff. Um, but basically, like I don't know how much time you spent on TikTok, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically like TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's for the for RSM. <laughs> Post Risk swimmer mindset on TikTok. Check it out. Right. Yeah, uh, but basically, uh, I was like, I was just like going through tiktok and i i saw the video but basically the mountain lion's like stalking the guy and eventually starts charging him and kind of sprints at him and then does this like weird thing where it like stands up on its hind legs and like spreads out its front too it was weird i didn't really know like i had never seen one do that before but it does that a couple times and eventually like i guess it goes away but it looked terrifying i did see that on tiktok actually yeah <laughs> i remember like he's like kind of on a road right it's not much of a trail it's more of a it's road it's like a dirt Almost. road, yeah, gravel road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, he's doing like that common like scared thing. Like, hey, get out of here. But at first he yeah. was kind of going after it more or less, right? Like, I think he, he was kind of like, it looked like he was kind of like going towards like, it. Trying to scare it a little bit. I think yeah, eventually I, the way he got it to go away was by throwing a rock at it. Yeah. No, the one I was talking about is uh, uh, one, it seems like the Pacific Northwest-ish. Uh, and this guy's like, dude, this mountain line's even closer than that other one. It's just kind of like, it, that mountain lion looks different. It doesn't really look like it's stalking. It just looks like it's casually like falling around like a house pet. Just and like the guy's scared. He's like, "Hey, come get out of here! Come, come on, yeah. get out of here!" And dude, the video is long. It's like, it's like four minutes of the guy just going like, "Come on, man! Just, I just want to go home." <laughs> the mountain lion just like, like trying to reason with the mountain lion. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, "Come on, dude! Like, just just go back in the woods." And, he, and like at, by the end, he like gets like to the end of the the wood wooded area and i think the mountain lion stays and it's basically saying like bye <laughs> but i've seen like, that one yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so because i remember um, it's like it's on the trail and then it also like dips below him like on the trail it's like a switchback it looks yeah. like and it dips below to like the lower switchback and like yeah. pop, maybe it's a different one, and it, like pops up on the other side of him too like it's like yeah. kind of trying to figure out what he's up to yeah and yeah yeah it seemed yeah. like it was kind of like trying to size him up the whole yeah, time we'll, we'll play that video on youtube while we're 
we'll talk we're talking if you're tuning in there um yeah but yeah so anyway um yeah so you you're what's kind of cool is like you're resourceful and thinking of solutions and like where where your knife is and like at least at least like you know you got your rock there and you're standing your post but yeah. you're still you're still it sounds like you're talking with michelle in a pretty tame manner is is she not freaking out by this point she was like at this this time she was freaking out because she was like let's just go back to the car like she was like being irrational so like i but knew was she was crying like, or like she wasn't crying or anything no yeah. she was like kind of like i mean she was freaking out but she was not crying or anything she was kind of like maybe in shock but probably not probably just like scared but not like going like not freaking out you know you dude maybe um, i was dating the wrong tinder people because like i feel like most of the the girls i would have gone out with you know or the kind of that would have like totally broken down you know like i don't know yeah yeah, uh, yeah who knows <laughs> yeah well that's cool so tell. like you guys are having a conversation about she wants to go back but she's not like actively like freaking out saying like we gotta go back or yeah well she's like saying like that's what we should we should go back we should go back to the car we should go back and i was like yeah we should probably like just wait till it gets light like I was like basically like kind of said I was like hey we'll just do this like I'll stand out here it's probably gonna get light around like 5 30 maybe I don't know like whenever it's like I forget it like I was assuming I'd have to like stand there for an hour that was like kind of was thinking but I think yeah. it ended up not even being that long it might have even been like half an hour or something but yeah. basically I stood there um and I keep looking over to those boulders and it ends up popping up again like on the side this time kind of just like sizing me up just like a cat like a house cat you know kind of like the, the way those videos kind of describe it to you, it's just like kind of looking at you and like it didn't look like it was particularly like aggressive or anything but it's just kind of like staring at you trying to figure out what you're up to and it's like i mean who knows what they're thinking and i'm like all right at this point we're probably i was like at this point i realized i was like hey, i'm probably not gonna end up like having to fight him out line like because originally when i stood up i was like gonna i was like assuming i had to fight it that's why i opened the tent you know i was like because i thought it was gonna attack us because it was like at our head screaming at us you know so i was like all right that's like pretty much it you know like we're fighting right like it's going down <laughs> yeah so you want to um, go is what you're saying <laughs> yeah like you, like you don't have to be there like what are you doing <laughs> uh, so yeah that happened and eventually it did like that happened like i mean within the span of like 10 minutes like it popped up once went away it didn't go away it was just behind the boulder i think hanging out there and then it popped up again like 10 minutes later and I probably stood there in that same position for like another half an hour and it started to get light at that point. So I was like, all right, let's just try it. Like at this point I was like, ah, let's do it. We're going to go back to the car. Um, so, <laughs> so basically what we did is like, um, I think I'm trying to think I stepped out of the tent. We didn't grab anything. We just like, she stood up, put her shoes on and they were just like to the left, like kind of like, we tucked them like next to the tent. She put her shoes on. And then I think I put my shoes on and we kind of just like power hiked basically to the tent. And the whole time I was just staring at that boulder as it got farther and farther away. And we got back to the car and it was like, it was still dark out, but like, like kind of like pinkish outside, you know, like light enough to see barely with like without a headlamp, got back to the car and we just like hung out there for like another hour. And by that point, I heard like someone else waking up in another campsite, like 100, 200 yards away. And I was like, all right, it's probably safe. We could like go back and get our stuff. So we went back and got our stuff. And that was it. Like no further encounters with the mountain lion. That's the whole story. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's no mountain lion fights or anything. Like it's pretty anticlimactic, but like terrifying. <laughs> Dude, describe that sound again as far as like, 
because people that have heard that have i don't want to you describe it like how do you feel inside when you hear that it feels like it doesn't seem like it seems like demonic like it's like the it reminds me of like when you're watching like a scary movie like at your house by yourself and like you know that the scary like jump scare happens it's like that feeling but worse like maybe like 10 times worse it's the exact same feeling though it's just like that weird feeling in like the pit of your stomach and you're just like oh like oh and then like usually like in a scary movie like that jump scare happens and you're like oh it's fine okay but in like in this situation it, it's not fine like you're like oh this is actually real like this is actually happening so it stays like that's that feeling stays and you and then eventually it's like oh okay like this is real like then you like when you get to like once you realize that that's it's, it's a real like thing that's happening to you then you can kind of start to think of ways to like get out of it that's kind of what happened to yeah. me you know like it takes a second though you like are kind of in shock for a second yeah do you because like i i would assume it's like the primal prey instinct and fear like it it it, it just everything inside of you just that you know that feeling you get when the blood like rushes into like i guess your your, your head and like everywhere and i like it almost feels like it flushes out of your body. I feel like that's probably what you're feeling when you hear it, like such a loud sound like that. But, you know? Yeah. It's, it was, that's, I mean, that's for sure. Like the one thing I remember, I still like every once in a while, I think about like that moment and I'm like, Oh, like, okay. That was one of the most terrifying things that's happened to me is that, that moment when I heard that first initial scream and, you know, and the other two, like those two were both, I mean, they were about equally as scary. Um, but and it's I, so weird to hear, like, yeah, I don't know. It was wait, terrifying. Scare the scream. What, is so what do you scary. mean it's so weird to hear? Because it's so surreal. It just it sounds like not like otherworldly. Like it sounds like a demonic scream when you hear it. It's so terrifying. <laughs> All right, so not quite a mountain lion attack story, but nevertheless a, a yeah. very entertaining mountain lion story. Um, a couple questions that we got from people that they wanted to know, like, what was the point where like the defining point where you knew you were probably going to survive. Oh, I mean, I, I was pretty confident that we'd be fine once I stood up out of the tent and I saw that was behind the boulders because the second I knew it wasn't like attacking us immediately. Like when I woke up to it screaming at my head, I, I was like, okay, we're not, it's not going to attack us ever probably, you know, cause they tend to be skittish, you know, like cats are just like that by nature. I mean, unless, like, I don't know, like, I've only experienced, like, mountain lions, but I don't know anything about, like, actual, like, lions or anything. But mountain lions tend to kind of be skittish, you know. So if it's scared after that initial, like, if it's going to get at your head, scream at you, and then not do anything from that point, you're probably going to be okay, you know. Yeah. Because it kind of had, like, the upper hand there. Do you think so. you said mountain lions tend to be skittish? Do you think, like, next time you could just bring, like, a, a little, little, bottle of water with a little spray, like a little spray push, gun? push on like it and just go get away like, kitty. hey hey yeah hey go away little kitty <laughs> dude that was actually one of the questions like a funny questions that we got was like did you try going psst, psst. <laughs> <laughs> did that not work <laughs> no nope. yeah i didn't uh, say anything the whole time to the, to the cat so like you know did, did michelle go back to break down the tent with you yeah she went um so we had like the tent and then we just had the garbage we picked up the garbage the sushi yeah. and then um just we put was, was that torn apart bed. no it was still where it was but i imagine you know that's probably what brought it to the area for sure right like it had to have been the sushi 100 percent. or you know maybe maybe it came at your your head because your breath smelled like sushi oh yeah it's like dude there's some salmon in there 
<laughs> did you bring a toothbrush out there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Then, uh, yeah, I mean, I did. But, I mean, it totally, maybe the smell still in there, you know, and who knows. Yeah. Yeah, good freaking solid noses. What was, that, what was that mountain lion's deal? Yeah, I was like, dude, what's your deal? What's your deal? Why, like, no wait, man, what's your deal? Yeah, dude, just trying but to so, sleep over here. Yeah, apparently that area is kind of notorious for having mountain lion encounters. I don't think it happens like daily, but it happens a lot. Um, it's kind of uh, it's a popular climbing area too. There's like a, a bunch of big climbs there. It's like kind of where you did a lot of climbing, the Los Angel Wall area. So yeah, and and. Your story. Every time I would go there, I would certainly like be looking over my shoulder, and I and I don't know if I told you this, but uh, yeah, I went climbing like alone one time, and I got out, and it was dark, and you know how it is, like it's it's not the easiest to navigate per se, specifically in the dark, and I hadn't been there much. Uh, I just knew that mountain lion story though, and I got lost in the dark, and I, the thing is, I didn't bring a headlamp, which like always bring a headlamp. If you learn yeah. anything from this podcast, is bring a headlamp. That's actually, oh yeah, we're going to talk about like some Number other one gnarly lesson. no headlamp yeah. stories, but yeah, bring a headlamp. Uh, and I didn't, Batteries. I had my phone and my phone was at like 30%, which 30% doesn't make you feel good. 30% no. when the sun is set and your buddy told you about a mountain lion, like a attack story, if you will, um, in that area, 30% does not make you feel good. Yeah, that's <laughs> not great. And it was not like a... a uh a full moon night like i was not seeing much without the phone and yeah i i I actually went the wrong direction i went towards the cliff uh edge where where that mountain line was i was like oh no 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 i'm in the wrong spot (laughs) and i was like because you know yeah they they move at night and i was definitely uncomfortable in that situation all i had was like a climbing rope and i was like oh at least maybe it could claw at my back that's protected by the climbing rope you know oh yeah Um, yeah probably not yeah I mean, good. Uh, to, yeah. What another question we got is, what would you do differently? Of course, is a classic question. Yeah, it's it's the food thing. Just okay. the food. Put it in your car if you're like in that situation. I would just go back, put it in the car. Um, or if you're out camping, you know, like store it properly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, what what would you tell people that like do, you know, unfortunately encounter a predator out there? What do you, what's the move? I don't know the move. <laughs> Spin move, man. Spin move. If you heard my st- my move, like my move is the juke move. If I'm the getting ju- charged, you know, I'm pulling a juke. I'm pulling like a, a Reggie Bush or like a like a, I'm doing a little juke and then I'm gonna try to skid out. I'm gonna get out of there. What, what's a Reggie Bush? Like describe your juke. It's like a a Reggie Bush is like a it's like a nice like step right and then you go way left. Like it's okay. quick though. It's quick. It's like a one right and then big move left, or op- or vice versa. You know, you could do it the other way, whichever way. We'll, we'll switch out. watch. <laughs> I'm going yeah. here. No, I'm not. I- <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think a spin move is the best, although it would look pretty cool. <laughs> Imagine somebody films that and you just spun move away from a grizzly or a mountain. Lion. A spin move is the most badass thing you could do, but probably the least likely to work because it's yeah. like most likely you're just gonna spin and the grizzly will just like take your back out. <laughs> Like as you're spinning, it's just like okay. <laughs> just shucks, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. He, he continues your spin like a ballerina into yeah, the bush yeah. where he then there exactly then eats that you. whole bear sequence that you had reminds me of. I guess this could be a quick one if we we can talk about it here, but we don't have to. Um, I had a bear almost fall on my head while I was trail running the Appalachian Trail in Virginia. You had a bear uh, almost did you, fall did you t- on your head. Did I tell you that before? Have you heard that? No. 
<laughs> this is like this is quick. I can do it in like thirty seconds. Um, <laughs> basically, so uh, my parents live in Virginia. I went to high school there. A um, couple hours from the Appalachian Trail, and it's really good trail running. You know, it's just nice. It was like this was um, early last summer, so it would have been a few months before the mountain lion incident. Um, it was like seven, probably seven in the morning, and I'm doing like a twenty mile run on the Appalachian Trail. So I did ten miles out, and then I just stopped at ten miles and went ten miles back. So I'm like. 18 miles in kind of like cruising up almost to the car, you know, like whatever, two miles from the car. And I'm like going nice pace downhill and I'm running down this hill, running down this hill. It's like, I think it's even off the Appalachian trail at this time. It's like almost like on like a, uh, a service road. It's like big enough for like a truck to drive. It's like gravel. Mm-hmm. And I'm like bombing down it kind of on the, uh, the left side. And there's like, it's thick shrubs, like in the, you know, it's like freaking deciduous trees. So it's like thick and like, kind of dense bushes on the on the like i guess like the ground there's dense ferns and like bushes and the up high is just like big trees and so i'm running 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 and i just hear branches breaking above me like and i'm like oh what is that and i just stop i stop and i look up and i just see a big black thing like coming down from the sky breaking branches (laughs) and it lands like 10 feet to the left of me. So like, not, it wasn't going to fall on my head, but it was like, it could have if I was standing like over there. But like 10 feet to the left of me, just hits the ground and just gets up. And it's a black bear, like East Coast black bear. So not too big. It was probably like, maybe like five, six feet. And it just looks at me and I look at it and it just like, looks like it's scared shitless. And it just bolts into the trees. <laughs> and I just, I kind of just look at it and I just like, I was like, all right. And I just kept running. Like I just ran back to the car. But like, it was ridiculous. <laughs> But Dude, it seemed it, like kind of like it was seemed embarrassed that that happened. It was yeah. like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's so funny when you see wildlife. Like, yeah, a lot of times they they have those like embarrassing moments. And like, it, I don't know, you ever see a moose run? No, not in person. I've seen like on videos, but not. In it's pathetic. Like, dude, they fall all the time, and like, like especially like <laughs> if you see them, like you know, you'll see them on the roads. Like, I remember I was just driving on the way back from like Quebec which is like a city in in Quebec province in Canada um, on like the main highway and out of nowhere, like a residential area is on my right and a residential area is on my left. Out of nowhere, this moose, like biggest moose I've ever seen in my life just comes shucking it across. Like there's like a field. He's just, the way he runs, it, it looks like a snowplow, like a really powerful snowplow, just exploding snow. Like as it's just chucking it through like this snow and he runs on the highway and dude dude this thing is like three times the size of an average car like height wise um and it just collapses like three times and then he goes over the ramp like cars are like what is happening like it tries to jump the gap like that you know like the the fence like in between the the two directions of the highway um which is like you know, I could jump over that, like, let alone a moose, which is like, yeah, it's like, it's like three feet. Yeah, dude, it just totally like clips himself, all legs, full face plants over <laughs> oh that God. thing. And you're just like, dude, this is, this is so embarrassing. And it's like, this is embarrassing his, for this animal. <laughs> yeah. And his rack is just like scraping all over the highway. No cars hit it, but like it, it definitely like it knocked its own world. <laughs> just like the way it was. Yeah. They're just embarrassed. <laughs> yeah dude that's gnarly that's awesome 
Um, it was kind of yeah, a ridiculous thing that happened. Like, and that's the first time I'd seen a black bear on the on the East Coast before. Like, it was kind of this. That's the only time I see one there. But you always um, encounter wildlife. Like, you posted that video on Instagram like a little while back, where yeah, there's a, a family of black bears like running. Yeah, right? in Boulder. Yeah, yeah I'll that play was that like on YouTube. Oh, you have yeah, you yeah. have to send. I think yeah. I have a couple pictures too. But that yeah. was actually like terrifying. Also, um, but I like not terrifying, just like a, a little shock initially. But I like I'm not really like I mean you know like black bears aren't generally like that scary yeah. to encounter you know because they're just like generally harmless they don't attack people for the most part. Wait, you were scared taking this Instagram video because like you <laughs> you look so no I was casual. no I wasn't scared at all. Okay. Like basically like with that situation I was running I had my head down running uphill I looked up and I just saw those the bear and two cubs kind of walking towards me and initially I thought it was just like a dog I was like ah oh, it's just a dog because it's like a, a crowded trail so like I just assumed it was like someone walking their dog and then I like I looked up and I was like dog and I looked down and I looked back up again I was like oh like bears um and this they were like probably fifty feet away at that time maybe like maybe like a hundred feet um yeah. and I just stopped and they kind of like saw me and they kind of went they basically like went off the trail a little bit they were just walking down the trail when I was going up and once we kind of acknowledged each other they went off trail back up into like kind of the trees and that's kind of when i took the video acknowledge each so, other as in what you like you gave it a head nod and not like, like no i just saw respect. it it knew it it knew that i saw it and then yeah. like we just knew each other were like in the same area so yeah. but and it didn't seem like i mean it's definitely like with her she was with her cubs so it's like more alarming you know but it's also like she was chill and like just kind of did her own thing is that a normal thing because i feel like you encounter wildlife more than like the average even trail Maybe. runner like dude you don't even want to know like i've been seeing Oh, like I almost like I multiple rattlesnake encounters in the past like month in uh, El Dorado Canyon outside of Boulder. Yeah. One, I almost stepped on a rattlesnake like straight up, almost stepped on one. And I have to like, oh yeah, it was brutal. <laughs> Wait, just tell that know. real quick. Okay, what yeah, because I was actually I was climbing with uh, my girlfriend, um, <laughs> and we were we had finished up a climb, and we were going down one of like you climb up we climbed up like a it was like a multi-pitch like four or five pitch climb and we hiked down the backside and we're in like a gully it's like but it's a crowded gully where climbers are going up and down like going to different climbs and whatever so we're walking down and this group of climbers is coming up and one of the guys just says hey um just so you know there's a rattlesnake on the one of the switchbacks down there that's all and i go all right and denise she was like she was like oh okay and we, that's all he said, though. He didn't say how far. And I didn't even care because, like, there's a lot of rattlesnakes in the area. So I didn't, like, really. I was like, eh, it's fine. Like, you see a lot of rattlesnakes normally around there. Um, so I was like, eh, well, probably, it's probably gone or whatever. So we keep walking and, like, probably, like, another, it's probably, like, half a mile down from where we saw the guy. Maybe not even, like, a quarter mile. It's, like, quarter mile, like, switchbacks. And I'm just walking. And I totally forgot that he even said anything about a rattlesnake. I just completely like, I don't I was like, whatever, like, it's fine. <laughs> and I walk over, like, there's like a tree with like a little, like um, one of the roots sticking up. And I walk over that and I take like one more step and I just hear the rattlesnake go like really like super loud. Like it's like right there. It's like, and the rattles is going off. And I look down and it's like two feet away from me. Like, on a rock sitting there staring at me completely coiled in that like super aggressive kind of coil you know like they like really yeah. coil up their tail sticking up here and their heads like looking at you like that yeah they're ready it's to doing, go yeah like position yeah and it's doing that and it's just constantly doing that rattle and i just like i i like legit like jumped when i heard that first rattle like jumped straight up and like jumped lunch back and denise was like 
five feet probably behind me. I like went straight back to where she was. And she was like, it was actually funny because she was like, she had remembered it. And I remember saying like, oh, like, dude, it's probably gone. Like, we're fine. I remember like casually saying that. And she was like more adamant. I'm like, we need to watch out for the rattlesnake. And I was, I remember like going back towards her and she's like, see, told you. <laughs> like, she was like, she like didn't even care. Like, I almost got bit by it. She's like, see? <laughs> and then like, I was like, yeah, you're, I guess you're right. <laughs> Lady, I almost <laughs> just got bit by the snake. Yeah. She it's not a time to tell me I told you so. <laughs> yeah. She's like, told you. <laughs> and then we like just went around like the switchback. We just cut it. But oh man, that was legit so scary. I, that was the closest I've been to like almost stepping on a rattlesnake. That's pretty cool. Your instinct that. was to just bounce up in the air and my It was like, like this away. classic like jump up and then straight back. It was wow. a jump straight up and then immediately back. Wait, wait. You first, you jumped up and back. You can't just jump up and then move. Well, it was like backwards. Like, no, no, like jumped up and then I like, came down and then I like went back. Oh, okay. Oh, you yeah. just jumped up, landed. Yeah, and I was back. like, oh. <laughs> but I mean, it happened so fast. It was like, like the Bugs Bunny back. jump up and then basically land. like the cartoon jump up. Like, Ooh. oh, yeah, it's like that. Like just total clench. It's like, oh, here we go. <laughs> if you had ears, they would point up and then you, like, yeah, and then <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Uh, it was yeah. scary. Right on. Um, all right, so. And so how did the uh, back to the mountain line story? How did Michelle, how did the Michelle Cody romance come to fruition and, or to end like, Oh, to an end. Oh, this yeah. is like, just like is basically what? what, wait, you're back in the car. Like what's, what's yeah, the vibe? So I was, I, I was already like, not, I wasn't planning on doing like a, a third get meet up or like date or whatever. Um, so at that point I was like, kind of like, pretty tired still because we didn't like get pretty good or the sleep situation kind of sucked because you know the mountain line so i was tired and i was like kind of just ready to go home and like i just want to go back to bed really um it's like whatever it's probably like 6 30 in the morning at this point um and i think we got in the car and she wanted to like go get coffee and i was like i didn't want to get coffee but i was like all right we'll get coffee like so we went to like this on pearl street in boulder went to like ozo coffee and like got coffee and like sat down and like drank it um but i was like the whole time i was like kind of just out of it i was like i just want to go to bed like i don't want coffee right now like um so then basically like we got back in the car i dropped her off at her place and then i was like all right see ya and that was it like never saw her again and i i just completely ended it didn't talk to her ever again and i like maybe it was like because a traumatic situation i was like don't want to talk to her like she's associated with that like mountain lions thing so <laughs> i don't know didn't you guys have yeah. like a bond a connection like in the car ride home like of, no but of the thing is like your death that's maybe that's that's the lesson you know what's the i lesson? mean I, I don't actually know <laughs> I was what's the I lesson? <laughs> <laughs> that there's no like, bond whatsoever like, no, you in can't, your like, sports like even if something like traumatic like that happens like there's not necessarily like, a bond that's going to be like you're not like you know like bonded for life from this like situation like even though it wasn't like that traumatic really like it wasn't that big a deal but no no bond i didn't care at all really you're saying that's the lesson so for all you adrenaline junkies the lesson of this podcast has been you know don't put your life at risk and hope it's gonna yeah if you're trying to make a friend create a relationship (laughs) yeah that's your goal not gonna work (laughs) yeah no yeah honestly yeah that's pretty much how it ended and that's the whole that's the whole mountain line story (laughs) that's pretty good buddy um yeah Right on. So, 
Um, right now, the Wildertainment Podcast is still a... I mean, it, it's its own entity. So please do follow uh, the Wildertainment Podcast on Spotify. That's going to help us out as well as uh, subscribing on YouTube. Again, Wilder... <clears throat> Wilderness and Entertainment. Wildertainment yeah. podcast. So check that out on YouTube. Help us out. Leave us likes. You know, that's how you support. It's free. We put in the time to edit it. So please help us out by just, you know, putting some love out there. Uh, and soon, hopefully, it will, I'll have it up on the uh, the Apple podcast, too. So you guys can leave a, what is it? A rate and review? Is that what they say? Rating and review. Yeah. Leave me a rating and review soon. Check out yeah. the Wildertainment podcast up there. And then, yeah, eventually uh, the Wildertainment podcast will no longer be on the Rescue Storm Mindset podcast. It'll be like a, a side note because uh, Cody and I still run the Rescue Storm Mindset uh, company and we run a, a podcast, but that's that's more military uh, based and military training as, as well as like any any type of, you know, epic, epic military type uh, story. So we'll keep keep doing that. And we got some yep. great guests coming up, too on that yeah um both platforms yeah seems like yeah so so yeah. check that out uh follow wildertainment and uh as far as the rescue storm mindset goes we might as well talk about uh you have your your book that's it seems like it's been doing really well it's got like a you know you know how they you get like rushes of like awesome and not and like you know lulls uh, but your book's yeah. been doing good it has been about. it's been doing pretty well um you know i yeah like as far as like sales go, it's doing better than it has been recently in the past few months. So that's good. Um, if you want to buy it, just go to Amazon. Uh, but actually a funny thing with the book, I guess this isn't funny. Like this is probably like an attestment to my poor writing abilities, but uh, <laughs> an ex rescue swimmer or a retired rescue swimmer um, who is, I guess like kind of well known in the rescue swimmer community um, reached out to me on LinkedIn. And he was like, he basically was like, hey, I read your book. The points are solid, but you should probably get a professional editor to go through it and, and put it together a little ne- nicer or something like that. And I was like, all right. <laughs> I was like, Roger. <laughs> I didn't say Roger. I was like, I was like, thanks for reading. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. But noted. <laughs> On that note, I guess if you want a poorly edited book, I mean, I read yeah, it. I if you want was, a book with solid well points, uh, not, not professionally edited, go get my book. In all honesty, though, like I think obviously like most people would need a professional editor to do to, I mean, everyone has an editor edit their books. This one's like been edited slightly for like typos and grammatical errors, but not necessarily like content wise. So pretty yeah. much it's just like I dumped everything that I thought was important as far as like mentally preparing oneself for going through rescue summer school. And I brain dumped it and that was it. I didn't even, I did like an outline for the first few chapters and then I didn't even do an outline. I just freaking wrote everything down. Yeah. Um, and I think it's like well organized for the most part. Yeah. And honestly, like the reviews you've gotten, our, I've read the book. I thought it was it was really beneficial for anybody that's training for any type of elite military uh, athletic endeavor. So if you guys totally. are interested in that, uh, Cody Cody Wright's book is The Rescue Swimmer Mindset. So yeah, check that out. That's available on Amazon. Um, so yep. yeah, or just if you're any kind of athlete training to to better yourself. Pretty short and, too. You can yeah. read it in yeah, it's a, like it's a quick read. A couple cups of coffee. You could read it. It's like 120 pages. So yep. And uh, as far as rescue swimmer mindset goes, we also have, uh, if, again, if you're an athlete trying to train and better yourself in, and if you want to train like a military athlete, then check out our programs. Cody recently released the mile and a half uh, program. So if you want to train for like that kind of distance and bettering yourself in, in that distance, that's available on the rescue I also have the hold your breath like a helicopter rescue swimmer program. So 
you know i was thinking this like hey if you're a dad and your kid goes in the water and falls in the water and he's like underwater you better have the ability to get under to get to your kid like most people don't know how oh, to hold right. their breath you know now nah, most most of the time they'd be at the surface but you know it, it's hopefully that would be reactionary yeah yeah but it's, the course it's, is solid and applicable to pretty much anyone i mean it, obviously all those military schools that involve the pool it's applicable to all those schools and anyone like even i mean if they're trying to get some free diving on you know it's pretty yeah. much a free diving military hybrid course so it's it's a nice nice thing to have in or your, just in your it, or if you're a scuba diver and everything goes to shit you know at least you then you know how to hold your breath so um so yeah that's the hold your breath like a helicopter rescue swimmer pro or hold your breath like a helicopter rescue swimmer that's a uh video course with over 11 videos and a a long manual on everything detailing from lung expansion uh preparatory breathing the movements underwater and then how to train to hold your breath underwater so yep, yep. if you want to be a better underwater person check that out um and then we have a bunch of other just oh just we should tell the link link to that to that page for you oh yeah so it's going to be at rescuesummermindset.com slash breathe. Yeah. And if you're questioning how to spell breathe, it's with an E. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Cody. Yeah, I misspelled breathe. <laughs> I, I called it breath at first. Um, but yeah, so that's available. Um, and again, if you want to just train and become a better athlete, check out the rescuesummermindset.com under the totally. programs tab. And you can find anything. If you want to support this podcast, as well as the Rescue Swimmer Mindset podcast, uh, you can donate. So again, this is a free service, but we put in a lot of hours into it. So you want to show us some love uh you can donate on our on our site there and and you'll see the, the tab there cool anything else cody that was, a, that was a good story yeah it's i mean it's solid yeah yeah all right thanks I for think, coming on yeah i think what i think what oh no i mean i think that story or like that situation went pretty well you know so yeah i mean if it goes any worse you know you're pretty much fighting with a mountain lion so what do you think someone else would have like what do how about this the average non-outdoorsy person and like not like adventurous person what do you think the average reaction would be in that situation probably just stay in the tent and like pray kind of just wait i guess yeah. you know stay in the tent as long as possible until it gets light and then leave so not much different than what we did but i don't even know if like getting out of the tent's the best move realistically but it's just probably. what i did you yeah know? i don't know so yeah looking I would back say most on people it, just like, kind of sit there looking back on it what yeah what what do you think would have potentially been a, a better way of you know reacting well i i don't think it was bad i, I mean so. like some people said like i've heard i think you might have even said this like maybe staying in the tent would have been better because it's like a little like barrier so it might kind of spook the mountain line a little more as far as like maybe it doesn't want to like charge into a tent because it's like it doesn't really get what a tent is um but i think like just doing what i did it's pretty fine because you're in a good position to like at least fight it a little bit if you have to and like give yourself a chance so i don't necessarily think i would do anything different if that same thing happened yeah. Probably would do about the same i think one thing though that you can do in a tent that that might be like an added benefit just something i'm, I'm thinking on a whim here but you know a lot of times i think when these animals are, are checking a tent out they're usually coming at it with for, with their nose kind of sniffing because there's something like interesting and they're kind of poking and that's how they poke the you know tend not to always poke with their their hands first they're they're kind of sniffing and you can get yourself prepared in like your your most powerful body part are your legs so you can prepare yourself with just a powerful just oh, yeah. kick right in their nose and like the nose is always regardless of what it is is usually the, their softest like you know it's their their soft spot so um, yeah 
so that that could always be like one potential way of of acting but i don't know i don't know what i would have done might have cowered in the tent and yeah prepared to kick i yeah, don't know solid yeah. that could work too <laughs> all right be safe out there buddy and uh yeah check us out risk and uh check out the wildertainment podcast on youtube and spotify all right yep. thanks That's for having it. me wow. Thank you.